morning once again and welcome to our fifth day that we get to consider the subject of faith from the book of Hebrews 11. Um, thank you for joining us on the ABZ devotional. Shall we pray? Lord, once again, do uphold us by your mercy, by your gracious, mighty, strong right hand. I do perform these very miracles that we see in our hearts that we may see clearly and fear you and revere you as we ought. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. This morning we're going to read from Hebrews 23 down to 28. Um, and I'll read for us by faith. Moses, when he was born, was hidden for three months by his parents because they saw that the child was beautiful and they were not afraid of the king's edict. Befet Moses, when he was grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to be mistreated with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. Befet he left Egypt, not being afraid of the anger of the king, for he endured seeing him who is invisible. By faith he kept the Passover and sprinkled the blood so that the destroyer of the firstborn might not touch them. Again, we remind ourselves, uh, dear saints, that the writer to the Hebrews is quite uh, careful and keen in his selection, that as he is selecting the different um, events uh, that he chooses to mention and leaving out some others that he does so intentionally and wisely so. And so it is to our aid that as we read this, um, even as you will do so in your own time, uh, that you um, at least ponder uh, why this event and not another. And of course, uh, a very mundane event, um, uh, you know, a very a seeming general obvious reason is given to us as the reason for the parents of Moses uh, choosing to uh, hide the child so that he would not be killed with the rest of the children that were being uh, killed uh, by the Egyptian midwives. And uh, he's simply given the reason in verse 23 as he was beautiful. Uh, so they looked at the child and they thought he's beautiful and we're not going to uh, therefore give him, give him over. Uh, you know, to the king's men to kill him. And uh, they were not afraid that the beauty that they saw in the child uh, spurred confidence in their hearts. And they were not afraid because they were risking not just the child life's, child's life uh, who would uh, be killed anyway, um, you know, should the authorities have found him, but they were risking their very own lives as well. And, um, you know, uh, you consider uh, the love of a parent um, towards their newborn uh, and it's as though something that would naturally happen to all of us. And yet uh, this is spoken of as an act of faith. And why so? Uh, unbeknownst to them, it is an act of faith because it lies in the very plan of God and what God is accomplishing. And so we are seeing how a key it is for us to keep tying this faith that we possess, keep tying uh, the things that we do, even the most mundane of them, uh, to God's redemption plan. 
uh, that continues to unfold uh, as this writer is helping us to see. And it goes along to say that Befet Moses, um, you know, when he was grown up, so he has grown in the king's palace, uh, then he refuses to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. And why? Choosing rather to be mistreated with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. So somehow, uh, you know, the whole plan of God and how he just sovereignly works in the hearts of men is, is, is catching up with Moses. And so as a child, his life has been spared by what his parents have done in obedience uh, to God, even unknown obedience, uh, so to speak, because they might not have known uh, that these were the plans that God had for their child and for them and for the nation as a whole and for the world uh, by extension. Uh, and yet Moses now begins to uh, somehow find that he would much rather uh, be associated with the people of God uh, and, and refuses to be called uh, the son of Pharaoh's daughter. And and so he, uh, he'd rather be mistreated with God's people uh, than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin and the pleasures of Egypt, um, uh, you know, phrased as the pleasures of sin. And why? would sin, uh, you know, um, uh, Egypt find this reference uh, because it stands in opposition to God. It's the nation uh, that is, uh, that is uh, you know, subjecting the, the, the people of God uh, to harsh treatment. It's, it's sort of uh, an enemy in the way of that which God is planning. Yet again, remember, not um, a random enemy. It's an enemy that is so willfully placed there by God. And, and, and you remember that God promised Abraham that this would happen. And so uh, again, you're seeing how not a thing, even that which seems to stand against the will of God, happens without his ordaining. And so uh, God sovereignly allows that it would be so. And, and this perhaps gets us to consider, uh, you know, what we uh, uh, refer to as as sinful. Uh, sometimes we think of of sin merely as 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 a breaking of the law, right? And we have been given uh, these ten commandments and 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 whatsoever you know uh, commandments that you have, um, and 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 do not commit adultery. And we th we suppose sin to be, um, hey, you have gone outside of that and, and gone ahead and committed adultery, therefore you have sinned. And so if you haven't done that, you suppose yourself uh, to be walking in faithfulness before God. But we see that if sin is opposition to the plan of God to redeem mankind to himself, in many ways we are in sin, even as his children, when we are walking against his will, when we are not pursuing him single-handedly, when we are not enlisting ourselves to the spread of his fame and glory, giving our lives sacrificially uh, and our resources for this, uh, that God has this thing that he desires to accomplish um, uh, through our lives, through our obeying, uh, through our, you know, being salt and light to the world. And if we are not giving ourselves to that, in many ways, we are standing in opposition to that which he seeks to accomplish. But then scripture proceeds further to say that Moses considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. 
and 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 how um, how again you know that just gets us to pause and and wonder uh, do we do the same in our very own lives do we consider the reproach of Christ to be greater world than the treasures of Egypt this world promises us so much we know that it is you know from the love of money uh, that that all all other evils spring um and 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 it's just for this love of comfort and treasure and our hearts are ever yearning and aching for treasure but there's a truer treasure than any that we have ever come to know and 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 enjoy and and Moses finds this uh, he he looks forward to the promise that a messiah would be coming and he finds that to be more satisfying more fulfilling however long it takes to happen than the treasures of Egypt and Egypt was quite treasurable if you've ever you know been anywhere close to a king you would know what what pleasure it it would be for them and yet lord you know we we're, we're told here that it's all fleeting it's 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 nowhere uh, it's it's not going to last uh, but there's a treasure that surpasses all and that's Christ and and he comforts our hearts and how i pray believer that our exercising of faith would not be for what is passing would not be for what is uh, merely here for today and tomorrow might be gone with the wind but it would be for something that is truly precious and eternal as moses set his heart on that and by faith therefore he leaves egypt not being afraid of the anger of the king one is not lured by the pleasures right the treasures of egypt that are fleeting so his heart is first of all set on a different treasure and then secondly he finds the courage to oppose that which is sinful that which stands in the way of god's plans and he leaves courageously uh, because he endures as one who sees him who is invisible one who uh, others would not see moses gets to see he sees the future he beholds that there is a christ coming uh, there is the promise of god and it shall be fulfilled consider again how this promise is passed on down from generation to another and there's hope spread in the people of god from one character to the very next as god is working out his plan and he holds to this belief that he will satisfy me that he is coming and he looks forward to that which is invisible and he finds reason to say no to wealth and the treasures of egypt as we ought to say no to the treasures of this world and beyond that to also walk boldly in the face of the world in the the face of the opposition that the world can be as often we will be persecuted by this world when we set our hearts on pleasing Christ and so how I pray for us that the same would be true for us as we walk as the people of God that we will single out Christ as our ultimate reward and not so much the things that would be promised to us that the wealth of this world cannot compare in 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 you know in 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 satisfying us they cannot compare uh, the same to Christ and how he satisfies so again just uh, a reminder that the lord works through the very ordinary mundane experiences of this life and he desires that we would consider uh, uh, you know him better than the fleeting pleasures of sin sin deceives because sin offers a pleasure it's why we love sin it it 
it seems to gratify and yet that is fleeting scripture does not deny that there is a pleasure to sin yet it warns us that is fleeting that will not be with us for the long haul that will not sustain us that will not ultimately satisfy our hearts in the way that we are yearning and the lord satisfies in a way that requires patience of us patience to wait patience to endure in the face of the world yet for sure for sure he will satisfy he will by no means fail us so let's look to him and wait on him christ even our reward shall we pray heavenly father be exalted indeed remain as our true and ultimate reward as our true joy as we walk in this journey of faith may you satisfy our yearning hearts in christ's name we pray amen <laughs>